This is the Rich Eisen Show. Michigan was always number one for me. The Rich Eisen Show. When I visited Michigan State, I got so sick. You know, Michigan State is just poison for the soul. You just, you know what, Aiden? It just, it's your body rejecting that. <laughs> That's right. Earlier on the show, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Rod Woodson. Coming up, Notre Dame head coach, Marcus Freeman. Cardinals linebacker, Chandler Jones. Plus, actor, Zachary Levi. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Great chat with Rod Woodson in hour number one, talking about uh, the Steelers. And he said that uh, T.J. Watt, if he doesn't win Defensive Player of the Year, they shouldn't give it to anyone else. Is basically what he said. And there's they a lot gave of the award that they, year. They, you know what? And and part of that is last year, um, he and I'm sure the rest of Steeler faithful thought uh, J, uh, TJ was robbed of it right. by Aaron Donald winning another one. Mm-hmm. Do you know who's only uh, Aaron Donald has had the most sacks in the NFL since 2014? Do you know who's second on that list? Vaughn Miller? It is not. By T.J. Watt? It is not. What? Micah Parsons. It is not. Good try. (laughs) Micah Parsons. (laughs) It is not. I'll give you a couple more guests here. The audacity. Miles Garrett. It is not. Jadavian Conley. It is not. Randy Gregory? You want one more time? Chandler Jones. Correct. Correct. He was my next guest. Chandler Jones who's joining us in one hour from now. Set your, <clears throat> set your time pieces, people. Chandler Jones, um, in week one, came out of the box with three sacks in the first quarter. In the history of the National Football League, nobody has ever come up with three sacks in the first quarter of the first game of the season for his team. Never. Chandler Jones, also in that game, had a couple of forced fumbles and two more sacks. Five sacks, two forced fumbles. Uh, only player in the last 20 years with multiple games in his in the, in the 20-year period with four more sacks or two more forced fumbles in a game. Do you know uh, who that person is? Lawrence Taylor? Chandler Jones. Oh, jeez. Wow. Only seven human beings have reached 100 sacks in fewer than 125 games, as Chandler Jones did this this um, this year. He did 100 sacks in 125 games. Only seven human beings have done it faster. Oof. Reggie White, Bruce Smith, Ladane, uh, Lawrence Taylor, because I wrote LT here. DeMarcus Ware, Von Miller, J.J. Watt, Jared Allen. Three are in the hall. You can make the great case the other four are going, including DeMarcus this year. Yeah, I think that's a safe bet. Is Chandler Jones a Hall of Famer? Chandler Jones right now has a hundred and five and a half career sacks. Which puts him in the top 30 all time. So. And that's 17 uh, or 16 and a half sacks behind Simeon Rice, number 20th all time. Chandler Jones, a Hall of Famer? Because Chandler Jones is not old. He is not an old man. He is 31 years old. How much longer can he do it? If he plays another two, three years? 
He sure looks like he can. I want to see him climb the. Uh, I want to see him climb those sacks list a little bit. I'm sorry, Rich. How many does he have right now? The I mean, fact that he's a. By the way, the fact that he's a former Patriot and a Syracuse player. The yeah. fact that he isn't already kinging him that shows that's, you that's that he's tr- he's trying his. He's being a professional over there. So how many sacks did he have? I I, I missed that number. Hundred five and a half. Hundred five and a half. Okay, so. I mean. I I think, and it's weird. I think the correlation with the way we look at quarterbacks now and how all the passing stats are a little inflated, I think we have to look at the same way with the sack statistics. With more passes each game, there's more opportunities to get sacks. So I want the number to be a little bit higher before I start looking at some of these pass rushers and think like, oh, he got to 100? That means he's in the Hall of Fame. He's tied with Elvis Dumerville. Um He's a half sack behind one of the most powerful agents, by the way, in college football. Trace Armstrong. Correct. Um, he's two behind Pat Swilling. Yeah, see what I'm saying? No, like, I know, I know. And these are names that yeah. are like, you talk to um, you talk to Sap, and he'll tell you Simeon Rice's bust deserves to be in that room. Yeah, Sap is a big, okay. big Simeon. And then, and then when you're in the top 20, you're, you're, you're now at Simeon Rice, Robert Mathis, Dwight Freeney. Right. I want I want him to get into that list. Well, he's heading there. Yeah, I mean, he's only seventeen away from number twenty. I know, so. but I understand. Like, and yeah, this is the thing about happen. sex. You got Jonathan. You got John Abraham and and Leslie O'Neill in there. They're not in the hall, and probably won't. But be. everyone who's in the ten, top ten, the only ones who are not in the hall is Demarcus Ware and then T Sizzle, and I think you can say they're going there. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I also big for me. I want to see him do it in the postseason. I want a postseason. Well, you're going to get a chance to see it this moment. year if he's healthy. I want a moment from Chandler Jones in the postseason, if not in the Super Bowl. But he's on a he's on a, he's on track, isn't he? He's on a good pace. Hundred sacks in 125 or fewer games. Only seven have done it faster, and those are some pretty huge names. Yeah, bummer, bummer. The Pats had to let him go. Well, you know, just wasn't going to pay him, which I totally understand. It's just not their way, but. Would have loved to see him do all this in New England. One hour from now, you want to get a John Bones question in there? Sure. I just want to know, like, his brother Arthur obviously played with the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, Chandler Jones and John Jones, one of the greatest UFC fighters. Like, how much food, milk, oatmeal, cereal did they go through growing up? How many pieces of furniture did they break? Okay. Growing up, like, well, yeah, that's stories, what I said yesterday. Yeah, like, like, stories I have questions like that. for the parents. Yeah. Like, what did Mama Jones okay. feed these kids? All right. That's coming up. And then I'm like about to ask. Backyard fights, like uh, something. Then I'm about to ask the uh, head coach of uh, Notre Dame football uh, about Rudy. <laughs> right? Is he, is he is not recruiting first, five foot nothing? Question? No, no, no. I mean, like, where does heart matter to you as you're recruiting athletes for Notre Dame now that you're in charge of recruiting? <laughs> Where does heart rank and height? Because obviously, you know, you don't. If you don't, if you don't rank them high enough, you're not making movies. Ned Beatty's no longer with us, right? He's not. No, I don't believe Mr. Dutton is either. Oh no, really? I don't know. Vince Vaughn was not on this week's episode of Curb, which was just a, uh, an absolute disaster that he was not in. Charles it. Dutton's still with us. Thank God. God bless him. Seventy. I'm so sorry, Charles Dutton. I'm so sorry, Mr. Dutton. I remember that one time. Yeah, I remember that one Dutton. time. I remember that one time I was home watching Sports Center because I did the 11 o'clock and Stu was doing the overnight. Mm-hmm. And Stu did a lead in calling Richard Pryor the late, great Richard Pryor. And I'm like, oh. is he dead? <laughs> and I went, looked it up. No, he's alive. And I just like, oh my God. 
Sure enough, woke up the next day. They fixed it. They made him stay. They made him stay afterwards. There was no Google back then. How'd you look it up? Oh, I'm sure I looked it up somehow. I don't remember the early aughts. Oh, early aughts. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's not that bad, Chris. I mean, my God, I I wasn't going to Encyclopedia Britannica. I didn't know if it was '98, and they're like, you know, the internet wasn't as vast as it is now. Yeah, that is true. My God, I mean, like stick figures. What what do you think we were doing? Yeah, yeah, but we did. I remember when I moved. I moved to LA in '99, and I went back to Pittsburgh in the summer of 2000 to see my friends. And I remember giving them my email address, and it's like. Here's this stupid email address. I'm like, I don't even know why if I'm ever going to use it, but here it is. And like, that was 2000. Well, in 2003, when we first started NFL Network, one of the first things we did, because this was before there was a news desk or anything, there was we, we were lucky to have desks. Um, <laughs> we would we would use this newfangled Google News tab. Google News. Oh yeah, Google News. And we would Google News all sorts of NFL stories to see is there anything any reason why we should stay because we didn't know what was going on. And that's why when I was driving home, I would turn on uh, the uh, Mighty 1090, the precursor to the Mightier 1090, which we're on every single day here in Southern California. And I would listen to uh, Hacksaw, who's a, a guy here locally. And uh, that was his, he, he would basically just talk about all sorts of stories, no matter how small and the agate type that would be in the newspaper no matter how small the transaction you would make it seem huge like newsmaker line miami news out of the miami dolphins <laughs> and i'm like grip the wheel at 10 and 2 thinking i'm gonna have to turn over turn the car around and go back to call they've hired a new assistant trainer i'm like oh god uh, come on now you're like what happened to dan marino no. i would be listening to the radio radio thinking oh my god do i have to go back <laughs> how long was your drive from your crib to the studio again about a half an hour okay all good Surface streets, as they say here in Los Angeles. Surface. Surface. All right, speaking of news, let's get a news update from Chris Brockman before we uh, get to uh, Marcus Oh, we're doing, we're doing news now? Why, well, we news got, at the tens, baby. This is it. News at the tens. Not ten, Are you ten, not ten, prepared? Ten. I thought, I thought we were, ten, ten, ten. Yeah. What did you think? It was. It was. You well, do you want to do it after the, the coach? I thought we were doing it next hour, but. we not. We got we got Chandler Jones and we've got Zachary Levi. We've got an actual oh, football true, player yeah. and an actor playing a football player. That's my bet. No, let's go. I can just talk more. It's let's fine. go. I'm ready. All right, let's. let's this is great. This is ex- <laughs> so glad that Tom Brokaw is the one who introduced exactly. <laughs> wait, wait to hear if you. Yeah. This is why we. Ready? This is why we have Tom Brokaw saying what he's saying. Go, go ahead, hit it. Hit it. <laughs> and now with a report of the day's news from the world of sports and entertainment, someone who is not a journalist or newsman by any definition of the word whatsoever. It's Chris Brockman. Party, you know exactly. It's hey, just like, like, does Lester Holt come on at night? You know, and, and go now. You want me to do it now? Six oh one. What? What? <laughs> what? Hey, Rich, Dateline Chicago. Yes. Beep, 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 beep. Justin Fields is going to start for the Bears this week. Yeah. On Sunday night football. Now, just broke. This is this is where if you don't like the Bears, if you enjoy watching Bears fans be miserable <laughs> this is this is the, the if you do go to a bears fan and go hey man so glad that justin fields is back i hope he balls out i hope he balls out because you know we need what, to see we some, need adam to need, come back out no you here. need no no you need to see justin fields ball out right now 
And you'd think a Bears fan would be like, okay, we drafted Justin Fields. We wanted to see him play. We started to see him play. He dropped his huggies in, in the second half of that Monday night game against the Steelers. And then he comes back and he gets hurt. And he didn't look very good, but he got hurt. And so, we, yeah, you need to see something now. Like, ask a Jet fan right now. I need to see something from Zach Wilson now. Ask a Jaguar fan. I want to see something right now from Trevor Lawrence. And a Bears fan say, can we wait till next year and we get a new coach? <laughs> Because the mortal fear of every Bears right, fan, right, I think right, I'm, right. I think I am spitting truth I know right exactly now. What you're gonna say. Mortal fear say is that Fields catches fire right. <laughs> and Bill Laser dials up all the right, right. plays, and Nagy looks Nagy like gets, Coach Nagy of the Year again, <laughs> and it gets the McCaskey family thinking, hmm. Maybe we do like Matt Nagy. You know, maybe we keep Matt Nagy, the bald wonder. Hmm. <laughs> that said, I I do hope Matt Nagy who's one of our favorites here. Yeah, great guy. You know, and... We love Fields. And, and uh, kid, his kids shouldn't be getting, like, what, teased in school about dad? Like, you hearing about all that craziness well, yeah, going on there? Well, yeah, his son plays, basque, plays well, high mean, school basketball, and they're chanting Fire Nagy it's a, during it's the game. A, yeah, something like, well, what's happening? Well, people I mean, stink. I think that's pretty funny, actually. You don't think that's funny? No, I do not think it's funny. Why? Because... Okay, know, so wait Wait till his son yeah, grows up. Say, so Cage is he in have, he's not there first yet. grade, he's and kids are chanting Fire Brockman? No, he's not there. I'm not the crappy Coach of the Bears. No, no, no. He's still he's still in the mode. He's still in the blush of his boy uh, 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 kissing A-listers on Instagram. That is true. Okay? His boy was putting like the work last week. He's still in that glow though. of like, isn't my boy cute kissing A-listers on Instagram? Thing that's where he is right now. Wait till people walk around Cage's school and say, your dad has the worst takes ever. Your dad's such a master. Your dad sucks. Did he really say that? Wait till he gets there. He's so far from that. Your dad is he's not Gore is a Hall of Famer. He's your dad sucks. Yet. All the time that I would cry at commercials, he'd be like, you're so soft now he's crying at commercials he's that he's at that Wait, point of fatherhood oh, now 15 years southern california junior you know golf yeah, championship your dad sucks cage is on the 18th 18th hole trying to putt for the title and someone yells the heck sucks. yeah yeah brock your dad sucks <laughs> brock shady my ass your dad's fantasy football league is a but joke right now right now right now he's kissing you know eight oh, hours yeah. for brian hartline yeah <laughs> Right now, K, you know, Cage and Whitney Cummings are yeah. all, wow. you know, chummy. <laughs> that's our take on Nat Nagy announcing Justin Fields is coming back. Like, oh, I actually the way, think that's funny. On, by the way, on Sunday <laughs> night football as well. On Sunday night football as On NBC, yeah. Well. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to piece this out. On the back end of Marcus Freeman, we're going to continue the news update. And, and oh no, and Mr. Mr. Uh, you know, Brian Williams over there giving you a heads up. Thank you. We're going to do it. All right. To be continued. Like Nora O'Donnell and CBS is just like now, now. Hmm. Marcus Freeman of Notre Dame football. Let's no, no, no. We don't have a. We got to be on time for coaches. Got to be on time for coaches. That's next on the Rich Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... 
find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed this is the Rich Eisen Show. A Christmas movie. Mike, people die. Facts of life. They don't die in the Let me Christmas. just say something to Peacock. Thanks for having us. Take Die Hard out of the Christmas section. What's your problem? I need to flow, put that up the flow chart. <laughs> Rich. All right. Is Marcus Freeman calling us? <laughs> Not at the. That's very sad. Argyle wore he a Santa's hat, Chris. That's a Christmas movie. We're back movie. here on our uh, terrestrial radio outfit talking about Christmas movies. What makes a Christmas movie and whatnot? And Peacock putting Die Hard in the Christmas movie section. And there's no question it gets watched and played at Christmas. It doesn't make it a Christmas movie. That just makes it a movie that you watch at Christmas. What are Christmas movies, according to it's you It's a guys? wonderful life. Rich is dead on. So that's Redemption the only one? Movie. That's the only Christmas no, movie? No, no. Miracle no. on 34th Street, which came out during the summer. Exactly. Came out during the summer. Yeah, you're just ruining your own argument. No, I'm not. No, we've never argued that when it came. I mean, he does it all. I don't. I argue your the fact movie that came out dies. during the summer. So did your mo- favorite movie. I know, but one's about Christmas and one the, isn't. The last. What scene, is Miracle on 34th Street about? It's about a beautiful uh, department store on 34th Street with a Santa Claus. Okay. And trying to prove it's real. A redemption really? story. Mm. I thought it was about angels getting You know what, guys? Let's just put this life. aside. Or should we just drag him down into our level? I mean, we could ask the coach. I mean, I'm I mean, sure he's got an opinion. Look, he's guys, the, he, he's, hold on a minute. Let me, let me give him the proper introduction here because he's the head coach of Notre Dame football. For crying out loud, guys, everybody back off and give me space. And I want to make sure this guy understands that we've got a team here, okay? And we broadcast like champions every day, okay? We do. Everybody back do. off. Fact. On the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is the new head coach of Notre Dame football, Marcus Freeman, here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, coach? I'm doing great, Rich. How are you doing? I'm doing better for talking to you. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. You are welcome. Let's get right down to it. The most important question I could ask you. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie, coach? <laughs> what do you think? Is, he, is, is Die Hard a Christmas movie, coach of Notre Dame football? Absolutely. Absolutely. My man! Coach. coach, I'm going to run coach. through a brick wall right now. I'm going to play like a champion today, coach. You really feel that way? Are you, you've got six children. Do you show this to your children and say, this is a Christmas movie, coach? Is that what you do? 
you know, we watch it during Christmas time, so okay. I would consider it a Christmas movie in this discussion. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Makes sense to me. All right. All right. Uh, so does that make uh, the coach a diehard truther, or am I, or am I, am I the diehard uh, conspiracy theorist? Is that what I'm doing right now? Yeah, here? you're okay. on the conspiracy side. Nobody's asked you that yeah, yet definitely. in your media tour yet, huh? This is the, I'm the first to do <laughs> no, that at least, right? That's the first for sure. That's oh, the first. Okay, how about this? <laughs> Have you seen Rudy? Have you seen the movie Rudy? Multiple times. Now you, I made my kids watch it the day, the day I was named defensive coordinator at Notre Dame. My kids watched it, so I've watched it multiple times. <laughs> okay, so you're you you are hired from Cincinnati. You go to Notre Dame, and this is not too long ago, right? It was uh, just at the top of this year, correct? When yeah, this happened, eleven months. Wow. Eleven months ago. What a ride. Okay, so then you so you you're like I I have now been hired by Notre Dame. We're watching Rudy. Okay. No doubt. Hmm. No doubt. I got him. Listen, I got him some some Notre Dame gear, and I had to convince him like this is this is the greatest thing ever known to man. And so the first thing we had to do is we had to watch the movie Rudy, and they were all in after we watched that. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Have you spoken to the actual Rudy since your your? I have heart? not. I have not. But our offensive coordinator Tommy Reed mm-hmm. said he is going to facilitate facilitate that introduction. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure at some point here soon I'll get a chance to meet him. I am sure he will clear his schedule to talk to you, sir. <laughs> I am. I'm sure. And so, meanwhile, you're you're flying around the country recruiting people all about heart, right? Five foot nothing. You're you're recruiting Rudy's now, <laughs> correct? That's what that's what you're going for right now. Yeah, right? that's probably not the. <laughs> the number one <laughs> guy we're going to be recruiting. You know, I would love the heart. Yes. You know, the heart aspect of it. Yes. yes I agree with that. But the the size, the, the speed, uh, we're looking for a little bit more elite talent. You're not used to wearing green very much, are you, in your life, football life, Marcus Freeman, right? No. 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 This was the uh, first time I've oh, ever put on green. My word. St. Patty's Day. So, so let's, let's walk into this here. Uh, I, I mean, can you even believe your year? I mean, you're hired as a defensive coordinator from Cincinnati, and now you're the head coach of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Coach, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I guess. yeah, it is. Would you imagine that you would be the head coach of Notre Dame 11 months ago or 11 days ago? Absolutely not. Um, obviously, this is the one of the premier head coaching jobs in all of college football. And so, you know, at, at times I have those moments where I say, wow, you're the head coach at Notre Dame, and, and then – Soon thereafter, I'm, I'm in another household or I'm recruiting another kid or I'm talking to somebody else. And so you don't have much time to think about it. Um, but there are those surreal moments that you just go back and you're appreciative of, of the opportunity you have. And, they, and it's, kind of, it's kind of wild as well, um, you know, obviously that, you know, uh, you mentioned 11 days ago even, right? So did you get any indication throughout the year that Coach Kelly had wanderlust or – had soured on an experience potentially um, at Notre Dame at all? No, not at all. Not one bit. And, and if anything, it was more confirmation that he was never going to leave this place. And so um, I was just as surprised as anybody else um, in the country other than maybe Coach Kelly. Hmm. And that call came just when? Like a week ago, maybe uh, yesterday, it right? Monday. It was It was a Monday. Um, right. When he called me, I was in a high school um, seeing a committed kid, and, and I missed five phone calls. And I said, okay, I need to go outside and, and return Coach Kelly's phone call. And, and I did, and he told me that he was taking the job at LSU and, and wanted me to, to come be a defensive coordinator. And so at that moment, when you say I'm going to be the head coach at LSU, my first thought was, oh, shoot, I need a job. I don't know who's going to be the next head coach in Notre Dame. And 
He said, would you come? I said, absolutely. I said, just let me ask my wife. And from that moment, um, when I said let me ask my wife, has been just a whirlwind of transition from me to being defensive coordinator, uh, maybe at Notre Dame, maybe at LSU, to now head coach at Notre Dame. Yeah, what, walk me through how your head must have been swimming. You're in a high school talking to a committed kid. Did you say anything to that kid at the moment? I mean, like, what do you do? Like, how do you no, – you're not prepared well, for this. You just, yeah, I walked outside to talk to him, and, and you know, what I did was I, I kind of um, called my wife and said, wow, this just happened. Yeah. Um, and I went to the kid's house, and then it's, the report started coming out. You know, started hitting Twitter and all these things, and and this was within, within hours. This was within hours that it was happening. And so, um, by the time I got home, you know, it was um, kind of like I don't know what's going to happen. And so, I got a couple phone calls that Monday night from people that um, are really involved with Notre Dame football that kind of made me say, oh, "Hold on, is this really a possibility that I might be named head coach?" And from that point till when they named me head coach. Um, it was a constant communication with Notre Dame and with different people that are affiliated with our football program and our university. Well, it's pretty cool. They so they, I imagine with all these moving parts, the school reached out to you right away to start giving you an indication that you were the guy, right? I mean, that they didn't see no dilly dally well, at all. I'd imagine. They, no, I got a call um, at some point, maybe late on that Monday or Tuesday. I can't rem- remember. I said, "Hey, would you be interested in interviewing for this position?" and I said, absolutely. And so from that moment, I was like, oh, is this real? I mean, they could just be interviewing me just to say they're interviewing me. And uh, But that obviously interview turned into a um, an opportunity where they offered me the head coaching position. Did you? Re- who else did you reach out to? I mean, who else is in your in your inner circle other than, than your wife and, well, and this process, yeah, your agent or who? Um, I talked to a couple first-time, um, you know, head coaches that I have known, um, one being Mike Brabel. He's an Ohio State guy. Yes. Um, I played Ohio State, and I know Brabel well, and I'm like, tell me, what what is it going to be like? What are they going to ask me? What, what do you say sometimes when they say, hey, are you ready? And, I mean, and, and he was honest. Braves was honest. Like, hey, we're never, you're never ready until you get the opportunity to do it, and you learn on the fly. And so um, he kind of made me feel a little bit better about Hey, just go in there and be yourself. And that's the, the advice I've gotten from everybody, from Ryan Day to Luke Fickle to Jim Tressel and guys that, I'm, that I know just from my Ohio Seconds that, hey, you're going to have to be yourself. You cannot be Brian Kelly. You cannot be Luke Fickle. You can't be Jim Tressel. You've got to be Marcus Freeman and understand that you have to do this thing with whatever characteristics that you did as a defense coordinator, whatever characteristics you had as a leader, uh, as a linebacker's coach, you're going to have to be that same person. But now you're in charge of an, an entire football program and an entire Notre Dame organization. Well, clearly you've taken that advice to, to heart, Marcus Freeman, because the video that was sent out by the school of you being introduced to the players in your suit and then you come in, it was, it was awesome. I mean, that was a, what was that like for you? I mean, I'm just sitting watching it in the palm of my hand on my phone. But what was that moment like for you? It was very surreal. It was. It was. It seemed like a long time coming because I had known for probably 24 hours um, before that moment that hey, this this was really happening. Like it's going down. And so I was told, hey, you can't talk to anybody. Don't communicate. Like you stay in your home and kind of yeah. let's let's kind of let's go through all the HR stuff that has to be done before we can you know, present you to the team. And so 
Um, it was like just a, a, a you know, a, a sigh of relief just to go be around your guys. And that's all I wanted to do, man. I wanted to give them a, ch- a chance to hug them and, and be around them and tell them thank you because they're the ones that kind of opened this window. They're the ones that, you know, kind of went to the AD and said, hey, we feel as a football team that, hey, we want this culture that we built to stay the way it is. We we think we have the best candidate in-house. And, and then there was the AD and the presidents, you know, then they had to do their interviews and they had to figure out their nationwide search, hey, what was the best um, leader for this program? And, and they were the ones that finally made that decision. And uh, here we are. Some of the players did do that, huh? They did actually do that? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. And and the AD met with uh, Jack Schwarbert. Yep. He met with our captains, and, and he said, you know, that was one of the most impactful times that he's ever had as an AD, where they were so passionate about, you know, owning their culture and owning the leadership and, and owning, hey, we feel like this is what's best. We feel like we know what's best. We've won 11 games. We've, won, we've sustained this excellence, and it's not because of a one person. And um, they went to bat for me. And then, you know, again, Thank you. I'm so thankful and grateful for the players, but but then for for Jack Schwarbert and Father Jenkins to actually make the decision to do it, you know, to interview me and do a nationwide search and, and just say, you know what, hey, let's let's make this decision. That's what I'm forever grateful. Yeah, for. and and I also was thinking too when I was watching that Marcus Freeman, head coach of Notre Dame football, here on the Rich Eisen show. I'm assuming it was in that same room that we saw in that video in that same spot. That just, what, 24, 48 hours before Brian Kelly had called him, by the way, at 7 a.m. to come in to, to hear from him one last time. And those same guys, now it seemed like an immense amount of relief to see you walking in and the celebration because I imagine as well, you you have an immense responsibility to these young men. You're you're not just a coach. You're, you're a healer in a way. Would you agree? With that, yeah, you you gotta continue. Your job as a leader is continue to put these guys in the best situation to be successful on the football field, tactically and technically, but also to be the one that gives these young people hope. Like they have to look at you and believe that you're going to be the reason, a reason of why they are in a position to have success. And so, that's my job as the head coach of this team is continue to keep us together, continue to get us to believe that hey. The things we're doing on the field and in the meetings rooms and, and in the weight rooms are going to be the reasons why we have success. Marcus Freeman here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Now, you had mentioned before you spoke to Vrabel and obviously Fickle, who was the guy who gave you the gig at Cincinnati, right? So, um, and, uh, and Trestle from you know Buckeye, where, where you played. You said you were an, uh, an Ohio State guy. Is that the same as the Ohio State? <laughs> Coach, I'm confused. Uh, Is that I the think same? There's. there's there's some people maybe outside the program that, that mm-hmm. love to use that term D I'm, mm-hmm. I'm an Ohio state guy, you know, and okay. that's what, Hey man, mm-hmm. and I don't, we don't try to, I don't try to make it seem like we're anything different than okay. anybody else. All right. I went to Ohio state. Okay. So you're not, this is not going to become the Notre Dame university, no. right? No. Okay. No. The no. university no. of Notre Dame. Okay. That will not happen. <laughs> and I'm assuming, cause you, you, you know, my background, I would assume. I don't know if you do Absolutely. or not. Okay, good. I, I, All right. So, I, I so do. you were rooting for you were rooting for Iowa Saturday night, weren't you? You were right. Deep uh-huh. down? Uh, I was. I was. <laughs> I still was. <laughs> I was. We're putting cards on the table. Out that way. All the cards yeah. are on the table here. Okay, so you were. All right. Can, can, do you do you think our my, my alma mater and in your school could play each other a little sooner than what we got going on? What do you think? 
Can we get back on? Yeah. What do you think here? What do you think? I, I don't know. You know, it, it could possibly happen. Who knows? Who mm. knows? But, you know, my focus is getting this team ready for yeah. Oklahoma State on January 1st. <laughs> you, know, you should go up to yeah. him and say, you know, you should go up, to, <laughs> go up to Gundy and say you're not yet 40, so you're not technically a man. Can you do that when you go <laughs> no. up there? Can you have fun with him? <laughs> technically? You know what? I might have to mention that to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to leave you better than when I found you, and even though everything seems to be going great for you. So um, I'm uh, a pleasure to have met you. Um, sir, con- congratulations. What a ride for you and your family. My gosh, going from, hey, kids, this is Rudy. This is dad's new uh, uh, place of business to you running the program within a matter of uh, months is remarkable. There's really not much like that. So uh, congratulations to you and yours. Oh, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. I look forward to being back on here soon. No, I appreciate you saying that. And and good luck traveling the country and, and getting uh, the kids that you're looking for and so, um, you know, uh, and congratulations to your family. This is a, this is a big right. moment for you guys. So have a good holiday. Thank you. I appreciate it, Rich. You bet it. That's Marcus Freeman, head coach of Notre Dame football. Nice. Right here on the Rich Eisen Show. That was great. He was rooting for Iowa. Put all the cards on the table. <laughs> I mean, Notre Dame guy, in the eyes of God, he can't tell a lie. <laughs> Got to tell the Touchdown truth. Touchdown, Jesus. Come on. Yeah. Touchdown, Truth. So they put, they put uh, Rudy Wrong. on. Multiple times. How about that? He's recruiting a high school kid who's committed. And he looks down. Five missed 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 calls calls from Brian Kelly. From Brian Kelly. Now, is he in his phone as Brian Kelly or Coach Kelly? I bet you it's Coach Kelly. Coach Coach Kelly? Kelly? I bet. Yeah. So, Coach Kelly, five missed calls. Whoa. Well, you could tell tell that was uh, uh, he's a Coach Kelly acolyte because that was an Indiana accent he had, right? I think. Kind of sounded he's putting in Indiana accent. Midwestern, you know. You're in his host family. You're in host family. He and his family. I am late. See, I wasn't going to put him in a position to ask him. How about that? He goes up to Mike Gundy. Hey, I'm 35. I'm not yet a man, so good luck today. (laughs) (laughs) I like him. You like him? You're in, Mike? Why wouldn't you like him? Yeah, he's fired up. Yeah, I got to admit, he, he makes me dislike Notre Dame a little bit less than I did oh, an hour ago. Dude, to be honest. I liked Kelly, too, and I still do, man. I mean, he, he would come on the show. He would he would really go at me, too. Yeah. He, he got it. He understands. I mean, he's a red ass. He understands man. I'm a Wolverine, but this is an Ohio State guy with Notre Dame. I mean, like, on top of on top. You guys play that next year friends. first. Huh? See, you're not first supposed game. to be friends. Yeah. First game next year is Ohio State. What? I believe. Notre, Notre Dame? Dame? No. Yes. Are you serious? Yeah. Their first game next year is yeah, Notre Dame, Ohio State. I'm telling you. No chance of that. No, it is. It is. Come on. Is it really? I yeah. follow up on my team. His first regular season games against Dama Honor? Yeah. Oh, that would have been a question that would have been asked him. September I forgot, 3rd. Like, right literally until you started oh, great saying job, Mike. Come, Come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. Great job, Mike. He's too busy looking at Doug the Pug crap over there. I wasn't looking at Doug the Pug. I can't have everything ready. Come on. Yeah, but I know September third. You know, I can't give you grief, man. I, I can't ask you to. to you I'm not. Know. A, I'm not like a producer. Oh, okay, great. His Audio. first regular season game. Yeah. His first is Oklahoma State, and then his next one's Ohio State. How about that? Who do I root for in that game? A tie. Oh, like, 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 the, like. You got to go to Dame. You don't like, That's like the Mets Red Sox World Series. <laughs> I didn't know who. I just was hate Red watching. Like, like, in the, like in Batman, you just hope that Bane comes on the field and explodes. The that field. won't happen. Oh. None of that'll happen. And Heinz Ward well, runs through it. And Hyde Ward somehow scores a touchdown and looks around. What a what a lovely voice. What a hell of a story. <laughs> Could you like you cannot you cannot prepare in life for that. You're recruiting 
No. A high no. school kid, you look down, there's five missed calls. Brian Kelly's trying to reach you. Your head coach is trying to reach you. All right, I'll step. I, I guess I got to step out and take this one. You're probably you call him up. He's like, like I'm out. I want you coming with me. Jeez. And he's, I was honest. His first answer is like, I'm in. Uh, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Um, let me ask my wife. Let me ask my wife. And then in my the wife. interim, players go to the AD. Light bulb goes on over AD's head. Jack Warbrick, as you know, is yep. one of the finest in the United States at this gig. And uh, and, and off they go. And then all of a sudden, he gets the idea, I, I might be taking over. And he calls yeah. Vrabel to get some advice. I like that. Just you be you. That's it, man. I, in in the, the, uh, the Just Getting Started podcast that I... I just completed season two where I talked to all a handful of voices of the NFL and asked them all the advice that they've gotten, the best advice that they've gotten. I forget which one of my guests told me the best advice is that you're your own fingerprint. That's a way to put you be you like you're you, you, you are your own fingerprint. That's it. You're the only one man. And, um, pretty cool. What a story. Wow. Dude came from Cincinnati, hired in January of 2021, and by December of 2021, he's running the program. Boom. When he God. said, if you had told me 11 days that's ago, what he I, was, said. I was like, wait a minute, holy crap. Yeah. Yes. This yeah. is quick. And by the way, that's the accurate description, because he got a call on a Monday 10 days ago. So mm-hmm. you told him 11 days ago. Nuts. He wouldn't have believed it. All right. Chris, you ready for your other okay. news updates? Not yet. Not yet. We're taking a break. We'll come back. Part two. Continue. Part, part two. two. Part two. Part Chandler two. Jones and Zachary Levi was playing Kurt Warner. I mean, talk about the toughest assignment in all of acting is to play Kurt Warner. <laughs> I will not. I, that's going to be a fun chat. <laughs> hey, folks. It's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network. And now that we're all one big happy family, here on the Rich Eisen Show. 
I want to ask you when the last time you considered your dream was, because it's a very important question. I pose it all the time here on behalf of Mercedes-Benz Vans, and the reason why I do is because Mercedes-Benz is wondering this question because there is a premium vehicle, a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, that is totally customized that you can live your dream in. If you think you um, need to go find yourself somewhere or go visit family, family, go visit family somewhere. You can go visit uh, a mountain side you can go hiking you can go wherever you want in one of these bad boys babies and or more importantly you could start your own business how many times do i we all see mercedes-benz sprinter vans oh, yeah. on the road and we're and, and I, honestly i'm thinking there's that's somebody living their dream because it's a souped up vehicle that you can expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist blind spot assist there's an mbux voice command system you can expect amazing performance reliability five-star dealer network and an available gas engine so go to your Mercedes-Benz van dealership and get that Sprinter and tell them your dream sent you. Chris Brockman, you ready? Hey, Rich. Let's do it again. Are we doing it again? Yeah. You can't do it without the emeritus voice of NBC News and introducing the whole damn thing. Go for it, please. And now, with a report of the day's news from the world of sports and entertainment, someone who is not a journalist or newsman by any definition of the word whatsoever, it's Chris Brockman. Right, right, here we go. Part two. Part two. Part two. Part two. All right, some more NFL news, guys. Uh, Jamal Adams, greatest trade in Jets history, Rich? Mm. Toward his labrum, going to have season-ending oh, shoulder man. surgery for the Seattle Seahawks. That is a, that is a dreadful injury. Terrible. Seems like a lot of guys are having that. There's a lot too. of torn labrums going on yeah, here. Yeah. And so, but it's just, um, it is, um, this has been a disastrous season for the Seattle Seahawks. Disaster. There's just no other way to put it. They're yeah. four and eight. And I know that they feel like they've got a run in them. They've got some prideful, terrific, all-time greats in Russell and and Bobby Wagner and Pete Carroll. And they all feel like they can make this run and go nine and eight and make the playoffs. Yeah, but Jamal Adams out. makes them allows them to play a certain style of defense that they can't without him. And and without Jamal Adams, the trade that the Jets made that you referred to, the draft choice, if the Seattle Seahawks get worse, only gets better for the Jets. Yep. The Prez. I hope he gets better soon. Apparently twenty twenty two is definitely in the cards for him and and that went into one of your downs yesterday about how the top half of the draft is going to be all New York. It's going to be all New York. Because I don't see the Jets and Giants winning any more games, and the Jets and Giants each have a pick from both Seattle and Chicago. But Chicago might win some more games with uh, Justin Fields and save uh, <laughs> Matt Nagy's job. So, yeah, maybe. I know, and I know our call screener, Adam uh, Chudwin, one of the, th- the, the three of you guys who uh, does the – Rich Eisen Show basketball podcast that just debuted yesterday. Just debuted. I'm sure that's exactly what he's looking for. He wants to see some development from Justin Fields right now. And he wants the McCaskey family to see what they want in Justin Fields right now. But still fire Nagy and Ryan Pitt. No, I don't know about that. I would say Adam was definitely <laughs> one. <laughs> what else over there, Christopher? Uh, some other NFL stuff. Mike McCarthy is back. Cowboys coach. Good. Back from COVID protocols for the Cowboys. Uh, also, the boys uh, designated Randy Gregory is going to come back from I, injured reserve. So that's a huge move. Baby, you're just getting healthier and healthier Healthy. and healthier. And the mini buy with the Cowboys sitting out last week. No more excuses. Zeke's going to come back, right? I think they should sit him, give him another week. 
I don't know what ails him, but he's not the same Zeke. We all know it. Tony Pollard can handle business, right? For a week, sure. Washington football team trying to hit him with the Heineke. That is a big game this week in week number 14. Just two games behind the Dallas Cowboys who come into their house early window, Fox. Go on in to FedEx Field with Gregory, Tank, and Diggs. The rest of that defense getting healthier. And Parsons is the grown-ass man who's going to send Taylor Heineke back to his couch. Who I predicted before the draft. Yes. Cowboys would draft Mike Parsons. Yeah, you were on that. Uh, Some football team news. He's done with this conversation. I'm done with it. Clearly. Uh, Montez Sweat, uh, (laughs) COVID. He's out. He is not vaccinated, so he's out 10 days. Uh, Who's he play for again? Uh, The football team. Oh, okay. Uh, J.D. McKissick, though, is back. Uh, Missed last week with a concussion. Uh, he returned to practice today. So You cannot discount you that Mar- uh, Montez Sweat. Charles Woodson, one of the greatest human beings on planet Earth, I saw he was. Uh, I saw on his um, Twitter feed, because I do believe he said it on a Fox football show that I compete against on Sundays. Oh. <laughs> um, so I saw it. He said that um, health and COVID-19, and whether you're vaccinated or not, now we're beginning to see it could cost you a playoff spot. Yeah. Early in the season could cost you games, but now now it can cost you a playoff spot. Yep. And so today is day one for Sweat? Because if that's day one, if today is day one, that means because he is unvaccinated, first of all, this Omicron could hit him really hard. Who the hell knows anymore? Yeah, hopefully he's all right. Right. And so that means... Oh, boy. It's it, it, Yeah. I mean, that would be Dallas and then Philly. I mean, come on now. I mean, Dallas and then Philly. The football team's won four in a row, huh? And, then, and you saw Amari Cooper was still, as he was unvaccinated, not himself coming back. So yeah. Dallas, Philly, Dallas. Those are literally – it's literally the most three important three-game <laughs> yeah. stretch of the season. Right. I kind of appreciate the way the schedule's set up for us. The teams you got to beat. Well, I'll tell you what, so, man. That's true. And it, it, all you got to do, do is take you. You have go set yourself it. up, as I mentioned, after the win against New Orleans, and despite having lost three of the previous four, and the win against New Orleans not looking like a huge world beater until they started beating up Taysom Hill. That um, the Cowboys are less than. You're hearing a lot of that. And I came on this show and I said, the schedule's right in front of them. You just got to beat the teams that you can beat. Go ahead and do that. All you got to do is just win one against Washington. You win the one at Washington, you're really riding high. The NFC East is essentially yours, and then just get ready for that Week 17 game against Arizona and win enough games beforehand to make that potentially a tie break you can put on the table and cash in in significant fashion come uh, second week of uh, January. Not worried about the Cowboys. What else, Chris? Joe Burrow back at practice today. Uh, limited basis, though, yeah, dealing, dealing with that hand, pinky right. situation yeah. on his throwing hand. Uh, Texans head coach David Coley said no decision made on the starting quarterback this week against Seattle. Uh, Tyrod Taylor still in the mix dealing with that wrist injury. Sean Payton said, quote, this will be the next opportunity for Taysom Hill. That indicates to me that Taysom is going to start against the Jets. Taping the finger up? Okay. Yeah, I guess. Oh, Jets fans denied their revenge against Trevor Simeon, huh? Yeah. I mean, it just, it's, 
Also, reports down there, Alvin Kamara is expected to play this. Oh, of course, because well, that's so. what because the Jets uh, the Jets are on the schedule just yeah, in time yeah. for Kamara to return. <laughs> <laughs> All right, an NBA note that I wanted to I mean, point out: nobody, there's no better franchise tonic, <laughs> get right tonic. tonic than the Jets. <laughs> it really isn't. You want to get right, play the Jets. If you want to get healthy, play the Jets. Honestly, hasn't answered the bell in what a month plus. Here come the Jets. Oh, suddenly he's running. He's running like a deer. That's great. All right, we can talk about this NBA thing in the Peacock only segment real quick. Serena out of the Aussie Open. Tiger Woods though, yes, he's gonna play next week. Saw some great uh, video of him down in his tournament Bahamas, swinging the club. He announced on Twitter today going to play next week in the PNC Championship with his son Charlie. Yeah. Tweeted out, I'm playing as a dad and couldn't be more excited and proud. I love it. They finished seventh last year. It's an event for former major winners and a family member, so that's super fun. You know, Justin Thomas always plays with his father. Like, it's really cool. Hopefully, Tiger can get out there. I hope, you know, just go in a cart, man. Go in a cart. That's it. Go in a cart. Yeah, I don't think they'll have an issue with Tiger playing in a cart. Come on now. I hope, well. Cannot wait for that. I'm tuned in. No. That's on, is that on our, our, our friends at NBC? I believe so, Golf Channel and NBC. Ah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Mazel tov to our friends at NBC Sports getting Tiger in that. That's big. Happy birthday, Philip Rivers. Turns 40. Dwight oh, Howard. He's a man. Dwight Howard, 36. Terry Hatcher, real and spectacular, 57. Sinead O'Connor, 55. Kim Basinger, 68. Ladies and gents. Ladies and gentlemen. Very good. Okay, Chandler Jones of the Arizona Cardinals and Zachary Levi, who plays Kurt Warner in the new film about Kurt and Brenda. Coming up. 